straight away. When I hear, as bad as when I see like black women and like tweets, I'm like, you know it's gonna be like a colorism issue. You know it's gonna be about race because that's nine times out of ten. And I was right. I'm like, I didn't even have to Google it. But Isn't that upsetting? I, I'm like, I was right. I knew, I knew it was about skin color because like it always is, always. I knew straight away. I mean. Welcome to CTMC's Girls Who Trust Our podcast. I'm Zed. And I'm Ali. We are two women of colour who tell stories. We also talk about current events and issues facing people in today's society. Enjoy this episode. Alright, welcome to another episode of CTMC's podcast with Zed and Ali via voice call because this is still the lockdown series. <laughs> well, hmm, is it running rampant? I don't know because it's strange how numbers have gone down yet. Social distancing is easing. So I'm just a bit like Good. eyebrows are raised with that. That's all I've got to say. Eyebrows are raised. <laughs> Suspicions. Suspicious minds. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> My goodness. I mean, wow. I mean, compared to previous episodes of the lockdown series that we've recorded so far, I feel like. We have so much suddenly to talk about that's outside of what's going on right now. Like, of course, there's a pandemic and it's going to go down in history, but this has sparked other things. Um, yeah. And Ali and I have noticed that, I mean, I'd say about probably two, two, three weeks ago, we were talking um, how we really wanted to do an episode on cancel culture. And it was in particular to the comments made by two influencers, one being mm-hmm. Only Bells. Only Bells, I think her, her real name is Bella or Isabel or something yes, like that. Yeah, um, yeah, and Nella Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, how do we how do we put it? Both, um, I mean, I actually don't follow either. Whereas now. I mean, Ali, you might be able to explain more about Only Bells and Sitch, and then we can yeah. keep going. So, Only Bells situation, she is a YouTuber and Instagram influencer doing, like, fashion and makeup vlogs, that sort of thing. And some tweets were digged up, or, yeah, dug up, sorry, dug up from... Dig 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 what year it was. She was in the secondary school. Can't remember the age. I think uh, it was around age 14, 15, probably year 9, 10. Yeah, yeah. I think 12 and 16 years old, she'd made these tweets and they were problematic. Um, some of the tweets were derogatory towards dark skinned black people. Mm. The ones, to be honest, I actually had more issue with was the ones about rape. There were several Ooh. jokes and comments about rape that I was just. They bothered me more than the colorism comments. And I'm saying this is a dark skinned woman. Like, mm. I was more bothered by the rape jokes. From someone so young, than the colorism one. So these mm. were these were dug up, and then obviously people were unhappy. Yeah. And then she made an apology video, which is, in my opinion, just trash. It was a rubbish apology <laughs> video that removed all of the comments, so you couldn't comment on it, and you couldn't comment on her other videos because people were obviously not happy, and they'll call and her out on it. Mm. And her response to that is to delete the apology video, and then essentially remove herself from social media. I personally wasn't impressed with this at all because I remember with the YouTube we both watched. Is it Murad? I know it's Murad something. It's Murad something, but he's, but he's great. And he sort of basically explained it in about five minutes why mm. what Brilliant. he was an issue 
held accountable by her quote-unquote fans. Didn't even essentially... look sorry. Sorry. Sorry, she didn't even look sorry. Like I'm she just remembering. Like she looked bored. She looked bored in the apology video. Mm. Like she was like, oh, I have to do this. Ugh. Yeah. And um, she so she sort of removed herself from social media. She and the fact that people couldn't comment or anything like that. I understand you sort of not wanting to put yourself in that situation for your mental health, etc. However, it's just sort of you weren't. Yeah, your fans made you. It wasn't for your um, fan base and your and the people who support you, watch your videos, like your pictures, etc. You wouldn't be in the career in now. So just also just be like, oh fuck it, I'm not gonna listen to anyone what they've got to say. You delete the apology video. Like even if you think it's trash yourself, like just keep it up there because it just looks guilty that the fact that you deleted it. Mm. So that was her situation. She's recently come back to like Instagram and stuff, but I'm just feeling away about her. I unsubscribe from YouTube. I don't. I, I won't be watching anymore. Probably just because I find her very fake now. Mm. But then going Hello. on to the Nella Rose situation again. Similar situation. I think she was like twelve or thirteen or something, and some troublesome tweets were picked up again. Um, just delete your Instagrams. I'm sorry. Just like, especially if you want to be like an influencer, you want to get clout, and you're building YouTube pages. That has like, it's like the Maya Jammer situation. Why just? I'm oh, sorry. I'll let I'll, I'll let you continue. But I just I delete. Start a new yeah. account and then fly. <laughs> That's the thing. Cause, like, Sorry. Because it's amazing. No, it's true. I, I don't get it. It's just like if you know, because even but even now I'm to myself, I'm like, if I was to ever become famous, uh, is there anything on social media that I am not happy to have brought to public knowledge? And mm. if there is, let me go and, do you know what I mean? Any skeletons in my um, closet that I need to dust off and dispose of now? Again, very similar. However, she didn't make comments about rape and stuff. Her, her, the her reason her tweets are problematic was because they're very disparaging towards people of um, the smart of a Somalian background. Oh, okay. um, and I think again, I can't remember if it was dark skinned people again, but I know predominantly it was like taking the piss out of people from Somalian background, etc. And the reason I'm actually I've actually forgiven her is because I wrote her apology. She was very honest about mm. it and she was very real. And it was just like, yeah, it's fine. If you guys want to insult me, insult me. Like, I deserve it. You know, I was stupid when I said this. The reason why I said these things was because I wasn't happy with who I was. And mm. like, I think the reason why I'm, I'm just like, I can, I can accept her apology and forgive her because I actually relate so much because, I, you know, I don't believe anyone here is you know, innocent of not making certain comments or certain stereotypical jokes and stuff like that of people back, particularly, you know, in that secondary school age where we're all insecure, we've all got our battles and it just seems easier to make fun of people just to make yourself feel momentarily better because you're not happy within yourself and that's pretty much what she said. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, I understand that and you're owning up to it, you're keeping your comments up so you're letting people literally go and give their opinion. And it was just real. It just felt like it was a real apology. Like, mm. Whereas only bells just felt like, oh, I've got to do it because that's just what people do now when you're in, when you're in trouble. You have to give an apology. Um, so I've actually continued to be subscribed to Lady Rose. I'm watching her videos. I love her content. Like I don't agree with what she did, but I forgive her for what she did because I think she's she, she's done it maturely and honestly. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. That's it. Be how it be how it is. Be how it is. It is the least. It gets like <laughs> that sometimes. There's too many buzz, too many buzzwords, too many good singers. 
Um, and I just, I just, um, the Murad um, guy, Mur- it's Murad Morelli. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just, videos. just, yeah, love his videos. Absolutely fantastic and clean and non-biased um, mm. analyses. And yes, um, I completely agree with what you said that Nella Rose's apology was way more real, way more authentic, mm. and we were just a bit more mature and understanding of where yeah. she fucked up. Whereas with the Only Bells video, how many times has she talked talked about herself being a light skinned? I was legit just thinking that. I think it was like, four or five times she mentioned like she was light skinned. I'm like, what's that got to do with anything? Obsession. I just thought you ain't like light skinned sis. Like you're black, you're fairer than average. But I wouldn't go as far as, well, that's my personal opinion, but I wouldn't personally yeah. say she was light skinned. And she kept on going on about it. And then, what, uh, oh, um, I wanted to make fun of people. I couldn't make fun of Somalians because I look Somali. And so I thought, oh. Which is weird, like, and that's just so. But it's also like she was trying to justify, like, hey, we've all said some dumb shit when we were like that age. We've all said like maybe problematic things or said off key things. It's just the fact that now, own up to it, apologize, and show that you've learned. And she didn't really show that. No, she just hid. She basically just hid. Yeah. She just ran away and hid like a little girl. scratching the surface of the issue at hand like how norm how normalized it was to be derogatory towards people of your own race or or to other people of color um and that's, yeah. that's definitely something that i think um you and i could both touch upon is the fact that how common colorism is in our cultures mine being um uh, south asian culture yours um coming from you know west african culture but us being british born and bred here being around people similar to us but actually that kind of commentary um being so common and still is i'll be deadly honest still is like even my grandmother that we live with now since my granddad passed like you know we just just would look at um for example nadia hussein who won bake-off you know see her on uh um i love her to bits and just she's absolutely gorgeous so gorgeous um but I just remember my nanny first time seeing her, just being like, "Oh, she's quite, she's pretty for for a dark skin," and then just wouldn't believe that she was Bangladeshi like us. And I'm like, "How can you say that?" Like, I remember just yeah. telling her off, just like with my limited Bengali, but just being like, "No, like just 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 yeah. saying she's pretty. Like there's no need to be like, oh, um, that it's that side comment being so normalised and mm. thinking um me think me myself thinking oh that should have died out, but it's like no, I'm guilty." Myself of complaining, 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 um, planning to complain, um, <laughs> when you just don't instantly complain, um, lost my point, <laughs> um, complaining about me tanning because of um, not wanting to seem dark, and then only now kind of realizing how problematic that is because, like. I'm, I'm brown. I'm proud to be brown. Mm. There's just different types of brown. 
it's just... I think for me, quite a difference is that's because I am West African. Like, I know you do get a, a mixture of pigmentation and stuff like that, but generally, most West Africans are of a darker complexion. Mm. So, I think being British as well, I think if I lived in America, my experience would be very different. 100%. But I think growing up um, in the UK, South London, and just even going to the school I went to, like, there was, like, I think the issues yeah. of came from not so my family, but I think definitely from my peers. And I definitely noticed that, like, the West African, not all of them, but there was a particular group of, like, black girls. Mm. It'd be a mixture of, like, Jamaican, uh, Ghanaian, Nigerian, or, you know, like a mixture. Yeah. And there was definitely, like, a sort of a, what's the word for it? Um, <laughs> a bias. I feel like sort of like, the lighter ones were definitely more, like, looked up to by the darker-skinned girls. Oh, okay, yes, um, I think I know. I'm not sure you remember her. I won't say names, but like she was mixed race, had that sort of long, like curly mixed race hair, green eyes. I know, yeah. And then they, yeah. they were really popular, and it's just sort of that was like the aspirational, but I, but again, I, I don't know, like, I didn't really sort of hang out with people like that in general. Um, yeah, but they were the kind of loud and confident ones and the ones that felt like they could tell yeah. other people about themselves. I completely yeah. know that. Yes, having... And just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And there was a there was also, um, like, an obsession with, like, being mixed. And I guess that does... That links to the, the colourist issue, isn't it? Because I remember there was yeah. a girl in the year below that loads of girls in our year kind of... Definitely hung out with and rated because... And she was mixed race um one parent uh black origin and the other parent was filipino mm. so she kind of looked like an amory cassie type that was you know popular yeah. at the time and they you know just, i just remember her feet being quite a loud confident person because she she got clout from people in the year above and i remember yeah. just looking back and it's clearly that was a thing generally and i still think it exists a little bit now um oh yeah you, you hear comments about like people wanting like mixed babies for like the green eyes and the hair and it's just like so you want your babies to look a little bit black but not black black yeah enough that it's like oh you're slightly different but not so much like like oh yeah you look like you're this and yeah. you, know, you know them ones what well, then people who are like biracial whatever or like they might have like, the tiniest bit of another ethnicity within them <laughs> just, like, oh yeah i'm black but i'm mixed with this and this and this and this like no one really like, no one wants the list, like, man. Like, your 116 Filipino is just like, right, great for you, but I don't understand why that's a massive thing right now. Like, I think it goes back but, to the idea of clout, isn't it? And wanting to be interesting yeah. and different and But then it's funny because at the same time, there's a big push for black excellence and, you know, being proud of being um, black and just like not <clears throat> dwelling on those <clears throat> fetishizations. Definitely. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting this colorism issue. I mean, I like looking at Murad's um in well his YouTube videos. I only just found his Instagram. Man has abs. He's cute, honestly. Like, I didn't know. On the abs. Yeah. Hello, yeah. And what I like is he has a, a good amount of knowledge within like sort of black culture and like black experiences. Which he, he, he wouldn't think he would. 
good as an Asian man. Yeah. Like, I was just thinking, I, I, moves, we don't you know see I mean? many South Asian British men mm. come forward. The only ones I know that are South Asian on TV a lot are comedians. And I've seen a couple swear about Brexit. I've seen a couple chat about pandemic. I've only seen a couple now talk about maybe Black Lives matter and the movement that's happening right now in 2020 but never someone that's been able to articulate in so much detail the complexities of what's going on in like reality tv shows and you know the the cancel culture and i'm just like wow like that's quite refreshing for me south asian woman and i don't actually have many south asian Yeah. He's trying to get it. He's trying to. He's trying to understand. He's Man to... is woke and has a nice balcony. Yeah. He does like views and lips. <laughs> I don't have that view. Um. But yeah, good old rough end of South London. Um. But yeah, I mean, do do we think cancel culture actually works? The only reason I, so I don't, I didn't follow Only Bells. I didn't follow Nella Rose. I, I've heard their names pop up, but it's only because I follow um, big accounts that kind of share, like big meme accounts that do share like current events, like I'm Just Bay, Hackney's Finest. Like they started posting so like on all the, I go on Twitter, but not that much, mainly to promote CTMC. But um, it was only because of those meme pages that I was aware of the council like calling for them to be cancelled because of their colorism tweets and their rape tweets and just all of that. And, and even then, they wouldn't share the whole story. So then, to find someone yeah. like Moran Morelli and other people, I'm just like, oh, was well, it Morelli? Sorry, I'm saying no, I'm, I don't know. I kind of knew straight away when I hear, as bad as when I see like black women and like tweets, I'm like, you know, it's gonna be like a colorism issue, you know, it's gonna be about race because. That's nine times out of ten, and I was right. I'm like, I didn't even have to Google it, but Isn't that like, upsetting? I, I knew, I knew it was about skin color, like, because it always is, always. I knew straight away. I mean, ever since my Jamal, like, it's like, okay. And again, sis, delete your tweets. Like, you are for a very long That's time associated with very, you know, dark skin, prolific, prolific. Why is my mother like, very famous, <laughs> dark skin, stormzy, like. From like that, a lot of people related to like, and her herself being of mixed heritage, I guess it's it's disappointing that her sister didn't believe this. She's got a complex herself because she used to lie about her background. Yeah, yeah, I did hear it. She used to say she was Jamaican Swedish. She used to lie about the Somalian part of her background. Oh, that's peak. Which I've always found like I never understood why there is such a bias towards Somalia. I've never gotten it, but I'm like, why though? Like, why does? 
I think I think just in every kind of race there's like a subgroup that was there's always like a hierarchy and there's always like a feeling of needing to feel superior than others and um, in South Asian culture for example I remember me and my housemate um, who is Tamil um, we, we saw a meme and it was literally just like oh yeah like um, Bengalis and uh, Tamils are like the bottom of the Asian hierarchy and we were just like right that's both of us in one tweet <laughs> that's both you, of us just offended do you think that's because um, with that um, with people with that background nine times out of ten so my, um, I might be wrong maybe the, the complexion wise they tend to be dark skinned just from my experience I mean yeah definitely I definitely think that um, that's part of it yeah I do think it's that I definitely do think it's that because I remember just being like eh like rude <laughs> that's rude like there's, there's problematic people in every race thank you very much and anyone who thinks they're so elitist and thinks they're better than other people is, they're not dealing with the issues of of our culture and especially in south asian culture like growing up there is so much colorism there's so much negative talk there's so much so many issues and it's sad because um you know there's so many like nice things about somalian culture and sri lankan culture like recently um the Netflix show Never Have I Ever has a Tamil girl in America. It's cute. I mean, it's people are debating it, um, and yeah. for representation, like for example, me as a South Asian British person who's always kind of been in the middle and not strongly one way or the other, I liked it. But, but even though it was obvious, it was falling into obvious tropes of American teen dramas. Um, whereas our close friend. Um, of a Tamil background she was like nope don't like it she was very clear she was just like this representation oh, is really? poor of South Asian people and I was just like oh shit I need to watch this I mean like I mean for example what are your thoughts on the new the film Bend It Like Beckham that came out a time ago I love that film I'm thinking about it I'm like does that not just like sort of adhere to the stereotypes British oh. people have of 100% I, I mean it's funny because that one's a soft one in my heart. Like you can come for any other film, <laughs> you can come for East Disease, you can come for, you know, um, all I'm sorts. But East Disease is you've got angry dads and like, all that sort of stuff. It's just sort of, sort yeah. of I mean, I like Bender like Beckham, but I think it, as an adult and thinking in where how things are now. Yeah. Um, you can't sort of help. Like, is that problematic at all? Like, I guess. It's up, it's upsetting and I think if you don't want to even have those conversations it just feels like oh everything there's an issue with everything now but of course um, there was you're right though oh. yeah there was always um, issues um, there's always going to be issues in terms of representation and looking at Bender Black Beckham like you could just see the her the main girl wanting to go off um, into a career in football is, is that a metaphor for you know the white savior complex because she falls for the irish man at the end and it's just yeah. like is that saving it her oh no but look, look at his face though no no are you kidding me he's gorgeous <laughs> the film would have looked after her better of course, of course but the, the film is so such an extreme representation. I found it. I think it's brilliant, and it is it directed by an Indian with Gurinda Chadna. She's a, is it Gurinda Chadna? Um, that directs it, and she's a, yeah. I think that's a good good film, but of course, looking back, just like the stereotypes perpetuated, are like well, half of them are true. 
half are extreme but then there's this whole um there's the whole bit where her friends are asking her because they're she's of a Sikh Sikh faith and they were asking her like oh so you know you can't be with a white man she's like no and you know Muslims eh, eh. and <laughs> I was talking to uh, Tanya about um, the uh, uh, problematic part of that and how it is um, even in never have I ever there's still a negative representation of Muslims so fair to say that we, we, there's, there's progression but there's there's always going to be someone marginalized or someone not represented well so yeah very stressful yeah oh, so yeah, I mean, I think, uh, sorry no go 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 Like, yeah, I'm trying to even just think. Like, oh yeah, oh um, Citizen Con. Yeah, season one's trash. Everything else is better. It gets better, but it's not yeah. goodness gracious me. Like, honestly, if you if you've never watched Goodness Gracious Me, I'd like um, That's timeless. so funny, and it just flips. Exactly. It's, it's still relevant just like flipping the script yeah. and like you know a whole bunch of Indians going to an English restaurant they're like I want the blandest thing on the menu <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like oh and it, exactly like egg and chips oh and then they're just like no we still need the chili oh it's just funny uh, it's yeah. just and just the dad that's just like everything's like oh Indian Mona Lisa Indian I think that's just definitely my dad like oh. like oh we've made fun of ourselves so we can make fun of yeah. Relatability of the fact that she wasn't um, the fair skin Bollywood looking uh, like type that like like Frida Pinto flipping gorgeous, but no one looks at Frida Pinto. (laughs) Flip it like no one has that jawline. Please, I wish, I wish. Um, Yeah, so yeah. Mm. Um, magazines and stuff like that 
that and what was like the ideal sort of beauty back then and it's just like it was never for people who look like myself mm. so I was thinking about it well, growing up, we were really into like, like indie music and rock music, and even that, mm. there wasn't many people of color. Like, there wasn't any, not even many. There was literally no one. Definitely not when we were in secondary school. Like, and if there was, they were just, they were seen as trying to be white. Mm. So there was a bit of shaming in there, and it's just like, I just want to listen to the song. Like, <laughs> yeah, but even like the artists though. No, that's the thing. That's it's, the thing. O- it's only really recently I'm seeing the effort for that, um, yeah. and I can I, I don't agree, but I can see why someone would just be like, "Oh, they're overcompensating. They're they're doing too much." Yeah. Because there's probably just suddenly a random push um, that yeah, feels random to people it. just like, that don't relate. You know, like, yeah, I agree. I don't shove diversity in when it's like just for the sake of it because oh, you want to take a box like for example I love watching period shows and stuff like that and I watch it knowing there isn't going to be you know Jimmy the Jamaican God like don't. there because it's just <laughs> if the show is Jimmy the Jamaican <laughs> if the show was set in like 1600 I don't know yeah Ireland, I mean if they were there so... they're not going to get featured on the show <laughs> they're not, yeah, they're not going like, to be written in yeah that's the thing don't force it for the sake of it um so yeah, yeah. that's true it's definitely true and i think it's a good topic to kind of we'll probably touch back on i mean um i mentioned it before and i think we're our next episode is really going to delve into it much further but it's we have to talk about the black lives matter movement like um and the protests not just in america but internationally sparks from uh, the deaths of Breonna Taylor, Ahmed Arbery, and most especially George Floyd's death. Because mm. um, even I myself saw the horrible footage of mm. George Floyd's neck being kneeled on for eight minutes. I, I shared, I, and I, I actually shared it to the CTMC story. And after like a minute, I was like, because I was still haunted by it. And I was like, no, let me take it down because let's not normalize seeing that. But of course, it was all over the time, man. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Because, like, for me, mm. as I'm aware of other cases, I don't like seeing the footage because it's who wants to see footage like that? It's not nice. Yeah. And whereas, but this one, I did see it, and it literally, even I'm still haunted by it because it's just horrible. Just and I think yeah. what gets me is the fact that, like, he didn't need to die. There yeah. were so many ways he could have ended. He didn't need to die, and. I think it's just that like, he was so he could have been saved by either member of the you know I'm actually not saying member of the public because to be honest with police over there I don't judge yeah. anyone intervene it's easy for us to say oh to intervene but if like they've got they've got yeah. guns or oh, I, I God. the guy's got uh, if the guy's happy to have his knee on someone's neck he would not think twice about getting his gun out and be like I was proof I was attacked blah 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 exactly. that's what he would say I'm not going to judge any member of the public However, did you hear the poor woman who recorded the video? Yeah. She's having to have therapy because oh. obviously seeing such a horrible thing, but also due to the bullying she's been getting oh. online for not intervening. And oh, I'm just like, no. What would you have done in that situation? Like, they know what they know, the possible consequence. And sorry, it's not a member oh. of the public's job to intervene. It's the no. three other police officers who just stood by and did nothing. That's the thing. I mean, of course... 
she wasn't the only one that was there as well and at the same time it's so easy to blame someone but when you're in that situation so many things are going through your mind the, her 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 point of protest was you're right there sorry oh, sorry her Smoking. protest was recording and distributing exactly. it because if she hadn't recorded it we wouldn't have known no. and you heard the, the shit they're trying to put in the um, autopsy saying oh he had intoxicants in him and that's what caused the heart attack and that's oh like, yes and uh, even try it. previous uh, even medical try ailments it. and then only when they did a private autopsy it was it was exposed two. to be yeah, it was two oh. asphyxiation he was fine oh two trees has got neon is packing now that's what causes that it's so because it he was talking. He was he was begging. He was be he was saying, "I can't he's breathe." He's Reminiscent of. Oh. And, and I'm sorry. What excuses that? So, you know, even when he was he fell unconscious, why was the guy's knee still there? He was handcuffed on the floor. Tell me what threat he currently posed. And it's so floor. reminiscent of the footage of Eric Garner and mm. him saying, "I can't breathe. I can't breathe," and it meaning nothing. Like, n no, no. Mate, orange is the new black. Don't. Oh, I mean, spoilers, but of course you should have watched by now. There's, there's a character that is imprisoned even just for was it distribution of weed? Like, and she has such a harsh mm. sentence due to her race, etc. And just, um, the prejudice that she faced and the way she died. Oh, that haunted me. And it's a character, but lo, that mm. resonated with so many people because it happens. The fact uh, yeah. that she couldn't, oh, I, I cried. I, I, just, like, I feel like it's so a much. horrible way to go. And I think it just there's so many layers as to why it's so sad. It's, it's sad because it didn't need to end that way. It's sad because he, he died over a fraudulent $20 bill. I remember I saw this thing from um this British, sorry, this Irish comedian. What can't his name? He does a mock the week. Oh, Dara O'Brien. Yeah. Yeah, and he said, Nothing. "Oh, I I once handed a shopkeeper a, 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 a fraudulent bill. All they did was hand it back to me, and I left the shop." That yeah, and it's a funny story. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, okay, cool. Well, it I, turns well, out. Sorry. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't fraudulent. Which is even worse. So it's like basically he died for nothing. <sighs> like man died in a horrible way for legit nothing. It, and leaving behind family, his daughter, mm -hmm. like. And his goodness. family, they're, they're gonna see, they're gonna see that footage. That's the thing. Like, there's no dignity to it. That dignity does it. You can't sort of be like, oh, he died peacefully. You know, he didn't die peacefully. He died horribly. And it's just knowing that the last that person you loved, last moment was so horrible. And everyone's seen and, it. There's yeah, no kind of yeah. dignity and privacy. All right. There's no way to kind of respect him in passing of course what sparked is um a movement and i do think it's been um definitely there has been some good from it there has been good like, yeah and it's emphasized because everyone's been in lockdown everyone's frustrated and lonely and tired and uh, you know so many a number of things were building up anyway dissatisfaction with the government and the the look you know we're here we're hearing increasing statistics of people of you know uh, black origin of ethnic minority origin uh, more likely to die from covid and then suddenly you're still seeing the same shit of police using being brutal using brutal force to kill 
yeah to kill people and it's like what we're fighting a pandemic we're we don't need to be all going through this but you're saying that on top of all of this now i'm some people are still like 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 have to now think about that And people are begging you. People are begging you to take like, this off. Are you that fucking thick that you can't? You, you think, oh, let me compromise someone's airway. What could possibly go wrong? Like he didn't. He, he meant to kill him. Like, it was a power. Like, you look at the, the officer's face. Mm. Like literally. No regret. No remorse. You just want to punch it so bad. Like, <laughs> it's such a punchable power, face. Wife's divorcing him. <laughs> yeah, but people are saying that she's divorcing to protect their assets. Oh no, but oh oh oh. Because I think if she divorces him, something about assets and money, there's a financial thing towards it. Okay, as well. I don't really um, will. I mean, I don't know, but like to me, to be honest, you can't be married for you. You were married for him for ten years. You tell me you were ignorant to stuff like that. His like, opinions. If you're, if you're married to a bigot, that's gonna come out within ten years. Mate, it's gonna come out in the first ten minutes. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I can tell when I have certain conversations with certain people about mm. Brexit, about um, UKIP, about Black Lives Matter. Definitely mm. recently, I'm seeing opinions come out that I never thought people had, or I'm seeing yeah. opinions and I'm thinking, okay, I've taken for granted that people agree with me on certain yeah, issues. That's true. That I, that I, no, so if someone's your romantic partner, you come on. Yeah, pandemic has meant that more people are seeing this and fighting for it because you know you know like this has been going on for a long time and the conversations have been had there have been protests before but it's this has gained so much traction and i think it's because everyone's at home no one's going to work or school like people yeah everyone's saw that and i think it's it's global global, Japan. Yeah. Japan. So much surprise. <laughs> Japan. I mean, I like saw some pictures in Bangladesh, in the city centre, capital. I saw like a protest, and I was like, wow. And there's a lot of issues um, against like black people. I think in South Asian culture, definitely from the older generation. But I do think it drips down. 
Um, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's what the issue of it. It's like it drips down. It's not like it's a new thing. It's dripped down from generation to generation to generation. No one wakes up thinking a certain way or believing a certain thing. It's little microaggressions, comments, stuff like that. 100%. 100%. I mean, we could go on a long time. We've definitely got so many experiences but i think it'll definitely link nicely to our next episode where we will um i think talk to a number of people um giving their experiences and their opinions on the black lives matter movement black lives matter movement because this is an iconic part of history and it this you know for a very long time you know we closer than suddenly everything's happened at the same time and yeah. so, so we're gonna come out completely different. I know I'm coming out of this completely different. Not uh, even because yeah, of politically, but go, yeah. I'm gonna come out differently. People that I've left behind, as well as people that you mean, it's like it's not gonna be the same when this is all back to normal. Yeah. Well, quote unquote normal. When things go back to how ugh, I can't even say that because they won't. They won't, they won't be. Really. They won't be a normal. It's just going back to no. feeling like normality. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah. God. So many things. Yeah. But, um, I mean, before we leave, we definitely need to recommend any kind of texts we've come across or um, anything you recommend um, that's come up recently. Um, for me, the book that I started reading a while ago, didn't finish, and I've come back to, got it on my Kindle app, is why I'm no longer talking to white people about race. Um, it is a strong book. It is a popular book. People are reading it again. And there is um, especially a chapter on white privilege that I think is just, it really breaks it down. And, and I'm pretty sure they've got a super podcast as well that I'm going to try to tune into. So that's my recommendation. I can't think of another one. Um, but yeah. That's mine. Oh, for me, it's such a trick. I've not really thought about because to be honest, I'm not really. I mean, it could be anything. New. I mean, I, I could recommend Murad Morelli. Is that his Morelli, name? yeah, yeah. Morelli on YouTube. I feel like he talks a lot about interesting issues. Mm. Um, and yeah, he just gets it. I think he literally just gets it. That's all I can say. So I'd recommend him. Um, yeah. I think that's it, Ellie. Yeah, did it. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and of course, like, share, subscribe, follow. Any other words that people use? Mm-hmm. Subscribe, follow, like, all that jazz. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you just said it in a different order. <laughs> please, please follow. Please, but sharing as well. Like, definitely share, DM us, email us. Like, everything's all the details are under like this episode on our website on our instagram um but yeah thank you and of course we will return to this topic but for now i think that ends our first chat about all of this drama all of it all of it 2020's nonsense basically yeah fucking yeah right and on that note fuck trump <laughs> for listening to our podcast hope you enjoyed today's episode please remember to follow us on twitter and instagram at ctmc brand and go to our website and super blog www.contouchmycrown.com 
and remember we're on SoundCloud and Spotify.